Climax 33, and we are on night 15, I believe. 16. Yesterday was 15, apparently. Oof. Evil and show defeated Eddie Kingston, Yuta Nakashima in 8 minutes and 31 seconds at Hamamatsu Shizoku Japan at City Hamamatsu Stadium for the opening match. I didn't get a chance to see that one, I must admit. Nor did I see Kosi Fujita and Mikey Nichols defeat Keita Kiyomi and Raihi Owa in 10 minutes and 5 seconds. Uh, those are two I predicted. Hikaleya, Masuato and Shota Umino defeated Bullet Club. David Finley, Gabe Kidd and Jeddo 10 minutes and 7 seconds. I did see that. Though actually he looked like Dave Finley and Gabe Kidd were well in command of things, even though they lost, but Ghetto got pinned, so there you go. Um, in a nice little tag match, Tommy Akama and Tommy Arishi went down to United Empire, Great O'Khan and Henry. Um, it, it was fine. It kind of like setting up Ishii to have a feud with Henry after this tournament, which would be kind of growing experience for Henry, definitely. Or possibly Great Okan. Didn't really say one way or the other. But Ohan and Henry really need to kind of expand themselves. I think World Tag League will be the place where they shine. Interestingly, um, Hideki Sikane, or Shrek as we know him from Glate, was in the audience and they had a quick conversation with him, Okan and Henry. And Kevin Kelly was very nice enough to mention the fact that I pointed that out. And I told him over Twitter, which was nice. So I got mentioned on the New Japan World Network. I feel great about myself today. Then in the main event of the tag matches, if you will, before we got to the serious business, Los Ignorables de Apon, Bushi, Shingo, Takagi, and Yotosuji went down in defeat. 12 Desperado, Minoru Suzuki, and Ren Narita when Narita got the Cobra twist on Yotosuji. Minoru Suzuki did kind of like put the pressure on Ren Narita, saying like, what happened? How did you lose so much during the G1 Climax? You know, representing strong style, get your act together a bit. And Narita's kind of been on a bit of a warpath ever since he said that, and... That connected in a win today. Suzuki was smiling at the end of this match. Alex Coughlin, Toriano, 5 minutes and 7 seconds of a bit of a blistering bout, to be honest. Yeah, Alex Coughlin came down with Gabe Kidd. Gabe Kidd and Alex Coughlin beat up on Toriano for a while. Toriano kind of went back to his GBH roots. He got the scissors out and everything, which was actually a distraction in the end. And Coughlin took the win. There were some big bumps in this. Um... Gabe Kidd set a table up at ringside, which Yano, of course, ended up powerbonging him through, because that's the way the rules of wrestling is. If you set the table up, you're going through it. Um, Coughlin got some big moves in on Yano. <clears throat> but it was it was kind of setting Coughlin up for another win. This is the worst G1 Climax tournament Yano's had in years. Um, even worse than last year, and yesterday was, was woeful for him. So I don't know where they're going with him in this tournament. Maybe time to give him a rest. He has had 18 years at it, so maybe, I don't know. We'll see. Um, it would be nice to give him some kind of like rotation, maybe send him to the N1 next year for a change. Jeff Cobb defeated Shane Haste. Well, no. Here's the thing. I thought it did, but it's listed first. Shane Haste tied up Jeff Cobb with a count-out victory. They're a count-out draw which meant Shane could help out Zack Sabre Jr. later in the tournament, which was very clever of him. It went for 11 minutes and 10 seconds, and when Haste realised he couldn't beat Cobb, he just tied him up and um, wouldn't let him back in the ring. They both got counted out, which meant Cobb went to nine points, which meant that Zack only had to win. And because, well, he had to win to get to the tournament final, because if he drew, if he'd had a draw, then he couldn't get past Jeff Cobb, because obviously Jeff Cobb beat him. So that's where things came unstuck for Jeff Cobb. As usual, he lost to Yano when everything went downhill from there. <laughs> so in the next match, I mean, we go back to that match with Haston Cobb. It was really good. It was a solid outing and uh, a, a good, fun piece of work, definitely. 
And the next match, Sabre Jr. had to beat Hiroki Goto. And to be honest with you, Goto didn't look like losing for the first 10 minutes of this match. But Zack Sabre Jr., as his his way, imposed his will on Goto. And that was all she wrote in 14 minutes and 30 seconds. He eventually managed to get an absolutely ludicrous subsession with both arms and legs barred and limbs going in directions they weren't meant supposed to go. 14 minutes and 30 seconds. As he said in the afternoon, my comments, it's taken me seven years to get out of this block and I'm not wasting this one. And to be honest, he's the crafty veteran now. He, um, I'm not sure who he gets in the quarterfinals. I think that's going to be filled out. Secondly, I'm going to look it up on Wikipedia because that'll, uh, um, that'll sort that out. But Zack Sabre Jr. goes through into the quarterfinals. Whether he was going to win the block or not was dependent upon who came first or who won the next match. Tetsuya Nato versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. Simple. Whoever wins goes through because they would be on well. Whoever win, whoever winner goes through, loser goes out because they were on well. Nato was on eight points. Tanahashi would have been on eight points. They both would have gone out and Jeff Cobb would have gone through with Zack Sabre Jr. winning the block. If Nato had lost, or if, you lost, if, if anyone had lost, if Nato had lost, Satana so had the chance to go through. And they had a classic, as they always tend to do, these two. 17 minutes and 54 seconds. They pushed it right to the boundary as far as they possibly could. Um, and that was that was just great. Just watching these two go, like they have done so many times in the past. And watching them, you know, it reminds me back to all the big matches they had back in 2016 and 15 when NATO was building his legend... And, you know, he had to bury the, put, put the stake in the heart of Tanahashi, as he called it. Had to do the job. And it would it was just one of those things. And yet again, it was Tanahashi was standing between him and his dream of headlining the Tokyo Dome. And that's where we are at the moment. You know, that's where, where we're going. You've got your four-quarter finalists. Tetsuya Nato takes on um, Hikaleo in the first quarter final. Um, as uh, a block winner going up against a second placer. I'm just trying to find, remember who's wrestling, who else is going to wrestle who. So we've got quarterfinal nights. I think they're the main events for the next week. And we've got wrestling tomorrow, aren't we? Uh, I'm going to have to go back on my Wikipedia, onto my cage match page. Um, events? New Japan. Where's New Japan? Events. It's taking a while. I'm on my old Mac and it's a bit slow when it comes to connecting to the internet at times. Though it's great for recording things because sound quality's improved no end. Um, pardon me. No worries. Do, 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 do. Going slowly because I can't get it to work. G1 Climax 33 Wikipedia. Everything's come to a random halt. But this show was actually a really solid outing all the way through. Really enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, just really well put together, and uh, I've so far, you know, we've come to this as the last of the block matches, and I was just really impressed with the block block matches. You know, it kind of started slowly. It was a bit like the New Japan Cup this year. Kind of started slowly, kind of ground up to things being um, more involved, and then eventually they just kind of let go, and everything worked. And you know, it's been cool. It's been cool and fun to watch. So here we go. Tomorrow is quarterfinals day. That's on the 10th. So we've got Sonada versus Evil. Kazuchika Okada versus Zack Sabre Jr. David Finley versus Will Ospreay. And Tetsuya Nato versus Hikaleo. I'm guessing Okada versus Sabre Jr. will be a main event. 
Oh, or maybe you test the Unato versus Ikaleo because they're very popular. And it's who you see going through there. Well, I see Sonata beating Evil because that kind of buries the Evil hatchet, if you will. Um, I don't know who goes through between Okada and Sabre Jr. I know David Finley's probably going to beat Will Ospreay. I know it goes against the grain. But I have a feeling it's going to be Finley versus Nato in the semi-final and Okada versus Sonata in the semi-final because those are the possibly the best matches you could have. I don't think they want Okada near the G1 final. They've got something planned for him because it's going to keep him out of the title race because they have to. They might put him in the tag league this year. Sonata um, is the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. Doesn't need to win this tournament to remain the star of the company and that's, that's fine. Zack Sabre Jr. on the other hand I don't see him going to the Tokyo Dome in the main event slot. I see Tetsuya Naito. The only people who can get to the main event slot are Sonata, who's already there, because he won't defend the title too long. I overran yesterday's even longer. They were even longer than yesterday's today. That's the little warning, because I keep forgetting to stick it on mute. <laughs> so let me go this again. So Sonata, I see in the main event, but he's already there. Evil, I don't. Because Ichigo Okada and Zack Sabre Jr. both could main event, but I think Okada's more likely to, but I don't think they want him to. Finley and Osprey could both main event, not because of Dave Finley's current record or anything like that, but because he's the leader of Bullet Club, and he could do, and it would be a shock, but I don't see it happening, not this quickly. Tetsuya Naito, on the other hand, that's the obvious thing to do, but mm, this is where we're at. We're at the thing where it's like it's really hard to call what they want and what's going on with the company, and that's kind of the cool thing about the G1 this year. It's been a very different experience from watching previous G1s, and... I really enjoyed it, and I've got into it more as the tournament's gone along, and kind of followed the characters a lot more. I've not got so much into the tag matches this year as I used to. I used to do the whole thing, but I just don't have the time. <laughs> so I've got other things going on in my life, and it, but it's still, I'm still hooked on watching New Japan Pro Wrestling the G1 Climax Tournament, no matter who's in it, because they make it feel important, make it sound important. That's the important thing. Anywho, that's the for today. You can find me at Sheriff Flanstar on Twitter. You can find me uh, at Sheriff Flanstar TX on Instagram. You can find the show Troopin' Show on Twitter and on uh, the, the, the Instagram at Troopin' Show. And you can find us on Insta, Facebook and Patreon on The Troopin' Show. Take care. We'll speak to you soon. In fact, we'll speak to you tomorrow after the quarterfinals. Lots of stuff to catch up on and talk about. Speak to you then. Bye. Bye.